the youth hour for the youth by the youth on 91.3 fm stereo Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh from me Saliha Khan your host on our program Youth Hour Learning to Lead Exams are looming again and for matriculants and university students and a bit later in the year for everyone else On Youth Hour um, today our Youth Hour presenters are taking a break from their study roster while I'm here in studio Sarah Abrams is attending the Mad Crew mini workshops held today at the Blue Gum Community Center in Bontiheville. Shortly, we will link up with her and some of the young participants there to hear what they have to say. Thereafter, we wind down to hear about the upcoming exam hatam organized by the UWC Muslim Students Association. The presenters of Youth Hour met for the first time this week and we thrashed out some ideas on where to head the show and we are looking forward to bringing you some exciting ideas on Youth Hour. Duria Abrams, myself, as well as Sarah Abrams are three bright minds and we, we will be bringing you lots of innovative ideas and things to liven up our show. So hopefully more youths will be listening to us on a Saturday afternoon, inshallah. We will be having a link up now with uh, Muniba Edwards, uh, the Mad Crew founder and workshop facilitator. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sarah, how are you? I'm alhamdulillah, you saw Farisha? I'm alhamdulillah. 
So uh, you were at the Mad Crew Foundation today. Tell us, how is it there? Well, it's a really nice atmosphere at the moment here. They're about to have a dance competition from all different types of dance. So it's actually really nice what's happening over here. Tell us, what types of dance are they performing? Well, they are actually performing a dance called Crump, Captain, and B-Boy. So those are the three dances they will be performing today. Okay, and um, tell us who are attending, what ages? Oh, well, it actually starts from the age of about six years old already. And the way they dance is just incredible. Wow, that's young. Of 13 yeah. years old, mm. so that's the amount, the age range of weird girls for the dance group. And what other events are taking place at the workshop? Well, they have um, different practices in the week. They actually, what they aim is to get the children off from the street and get them into a place where they will really enjoy themselves. So those are some of the things that happen. They also have different dance competitions just, because, just around the crew members. So it's really exciting over here. I can imagine. So, uh, what kind of comp uh, what kind of uh, prizes will they be winning by entering the competitions? Um, well, it's actually part of the dance crew, so they keep that a secret, so they don't tell anybody besides the facilitators. So I have no idea at the moment, but um, when they come in to the studio, I will be telling you what has happened and all the things that they've won for this competition. And um, how long uh, is it that you that the that it's taking place the workshop? Well, um, it actually took place from about twelve this afternoon until five this this afternoon. So it's quite a long, and that time actually goes so quick because of what they do here. Mm -hmm. So that's the that's the time that it takes place. So is anyone welcome to come, or do you need like a well, ticket? Well, um, they it's only amongst the, the, the crew and the parents and so they have to pay a fee of two rand to come in that's all they have to pay and they enjoy themselves so well and they actually enjoy themselves at the moment because they are signing in to have the competition and um, can anyone get involved or just them specifically well um, that will actually be told to you by the facilitator that is standing right by me I'm just waiting for you to tell me when they can speak she can. We can speak to her now. Okay, yeah, this is Wesley from the Mad Crew Group. Here he is. Hello. Assalamu alaikum. Hi, my name is Wesley Bosch. I am from Mad Crew. Basically, it's an initiative I started a couple of years ago, um, about last year actually. It's because when I grew up, I grew up with lots of poverty, gangsterism, all my friends turned to drugs. And I saw this as a challenge in our community and I couldn't believe it. And then I decided, why can't I make a change? So I took a couple of boys to the gym dance, that's a medium we use as dancing. Wow. And they express themselves so well because through this dance we do a, a style called Crump. Crumpus Kingdom, radically uplifted, mighty press, was all for God. It's a prayerful dance. And you can use everything what you learned outside, like you the the, the like guns, the knives, all the poverty you can actually use yes. in a dance and express yourself. You don't need to go fight with your friends where you can actually just crump it out. So it's expression, basically. Okay, so that's like your version of modern dance, for instance. Yes, yes, three dances. Wow. And tell us, um, when did, roundabout, when did you start this initiative? I started about last year, in, uh, maybe in the middle of the year. 
probably there because it was first unorganized and even you it's going to be actually a challenge because I thought it's going to just be fun because it's dancing but it turned on to I thought I'm having I have brothers now actually they come every day to my mm-hmm. house we, 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 we eat together now we watch movies together so basically I'm, 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 I'm proud of myself and proud of everyone that is here today so you're out so you're quite a close-knit group of people yes we are we are very a bunch of different people coming together about how many people are involved Okay, so basically, um, I uh, today actually today can I talk about today today? Yes, it's yes. called the collab. It's because we collabing with other dancers. My friends have so much outside Bontio that would like to come teach, but because of drugs and gangsters, they could never come in. So I decided, no, this is this is wrong. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna get the same thing. I'm gonna get them all in so they can start teaching and learning and just sharing what they love to do. Yes. So basically, they came a guy. Um, one of my friends, Ryan Steen, he's from something. He came in all the way from Stan to come teach a, a tutting workshop. So that is another dance stuff. My other friend came from Delft. He also does, he does B-Bing, so he's, he's so into Joburg and all that. So he came to come, his name is Corbin Janus. He came from all the way from Delft to come teach here. Wow. And Sam and yeah, so. So that's about how many people in total? Um, in total, we've got four, um, 15 people to come help out. Only. Who are helping out. And then how yes. many children are involved? We have about, um, okay, a uh, some more children not here because um, they had prior engagements, I guess. But we have about 16 children, 16 to 20 children. That's a lot. And they're all doing a different type of dance. Yes, they're all doing a different type of dance. Okay, so do they work in groups or are they separate? Is there um, solo no, because, dances? No, it's because it's cramped and it's individual, so you will do it yourself. But you can do it as a crew or as a group or you can just have like, like what they do. They have fun with each other, so they put stuff together. They work stuff together, work in routines if they want to. I'll just help him through it, but basically, it's your your expression, it's your art that's going to it. You show what you want to show people. And tell us about some of the attendees today. Okay, so attendees, we have some friends and family. Also because um, most of the time we go to competitions outside of Bonteville and Mm -hmm. in Cape Town, so the parents could never come. So they actually got to bring the parents in so you can see how your Mm -hmm. parents face smile, how your child is actually dancing for the first time ever. So you've got some now, you've got some parents here just happy to see the children in something, not doing the wrong thing. A lot of nervousness uh, um, that the dancers have or anything? Yes, they, they have because it's one of the, also our first time hosting something here in Ponte would never happen here. So there will be nerves, there will be stuff go wrong, but what which went wrong, but it's fine, we worked it out, everybody's happy. We have to be together again because we love so far from each other, so it's another bonding experience for us as well. And um, tell us about some of the dancers, if they are willing to be talked about. Yes, must, must I get more than what? Yes. Okay, I got one small boy here, he's one of my homies, my brothers. His name is William Johnson. He will tell you a little about himself. Hello, my name is Liam. Hello, Liam. What type of dance are you doing today? Cramp. And what will you what will you be expressing in your dance today? Anger. Anger. Where did you get that idea from? From I'm from Wesley. <laughs> so, what type of moves did Wesley teach you to do? Um, he taught me jabs, thumbs, chest pops, grabs, all type of moves of cramp. And I'm sure your mommy and daddy are so proud of you today. Yes. Are they, are they, um, is it just them there? Do you have brothers and sisters coming to watch you? I'm two sisters and I'm, I'm and a mommy. Okay. Um, tell us about some of the other dancers. 
Hello. Hello. My name is Dylan. Hello, Dylan. And I'm, and I'm from Scarlet Fam. And um, what did you do at the workshop today? <coughs> Mad Guru. We are from Mad Guru, sorry. What, what? By the workshop, we learned talking and cutting and cramping and people by Wesley, um, Ryan and Coburn. Okay, and do you enjoy yourself dancing there? Yes, it's very exciting for me. So how often do you do you go? I go if I'm sad, then I cramp. If I'm alone, then I cramp. When I'm heartbroken, I cramp. So you would say cramping is your passion? Yes. Wow, and how old are you? I'm 10 years old. Um, let's, let's speak to your parents. Let's ask them about cramping. My parents is not here. Okay. They're coming. And um, why, why would you say other children should attend? Because it's fun and it keeps you off the street and you don't smoke and you don't need to do the wrong stuff that other children do. Okay, and what would you tell, how would you tell your other friends to come and join you? By, if I have friends that's doing the wrong stuff, I would tell them, come join me and start doing the wrong stuff. And you will teach them to dance and teach them to have your passion for dancing. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. We'll, we will just quickly be going for an ad break. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. Welcome back to Youth Hour, Learning to Lead with me, Saleh Khan. Before, we were speaking to some of the participants of the Mad Crew Association. And now we will be talking to Muniba Edwards. Hi there. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran so much for having us and extending the opportunity for us to share with you what these youth are doing. It's such a pleasure. Um, so tell us uh, more about Mad Crew and, and your experiences with them. Cool. Um, they're a bunch of group, uh, a bunch of youth, my apologies, a bunch of youth I met on the street who just wanted to do stuff. They were really keen to just play. They were eager to learn. And they kept asking when you come in again. And so I just kept coming. And it was the beginning of this year that Wesley adopted me and asked me to assist him and the youth that he's trying to bring on board to establish this mad crew because he had seen how I'd work with, how I had worked with youth in the community already for about six months before that. And, and this was basically a coming together of my initiative. I'm more the life skills end of it, the ensuring that the soul and the mind is touched so that when the body, Wesley section, is taught and learnt, then a humble soldier of God can walk right, talk right, be thinking right, be making the, the, the better choice. So That's those... my role in this. So those are the types of life skills that you teach the people at Mad Crew? Yes, because our kids need to learn 
what is the best, better choice? Because right now all the options that are available to them are the wrong choice. Or all the, the, the choices that would be easy and come easy and is the normal cycle of life here is something that's detrimental to their well-being and Definitely. their growing up right so, do you see Madgrew as one of the things that will help the community with this dilemma that they are having? Most definitely, making a difference is not only what they want to do in the community, but making a difference is what they want to do within themselves. So that if I do differently myself, and then people will see that I'm not that rude child, I'm not that gangster lady, I'm not that dropout. If I make a, my choice known, then people will see from my actions that I'm making a difference. And so the difference begins with me. And so we then can go into the community. Like they do really keen stuff, Auntie. Like they make, um, I met them making crafts with Auntie Charmaine, Wesley's mother, Blue Gum Boys Crafters. And they make these beautiful things from things we would chuck away without a second thought. They, they will make stuff and take it to the cancer ward. They'll go and dance by the old age home apricot place in Bontivo. Mm-hmm. We hooked up with Flames of Hope to help them with a home makeover that they were doing here in Bontivo. Wow. And the kids were just assisting in the yard with our, our cleanup for the day. So they and just things actually... like that is what they do. And my part is only to make sure that people know that they are youth who are trying to be different to what all youth seem like out there. And I am just trying to voice their thoughts so that it is heard that we are trying to do something we are making a difference okay and um that's quite inspiring whenever and tell us since this is about dancing how would you inspire more muslim people um, and encourage them to join mad crew because i can assume because it's dancing uh, muslim parents will be hesitant to send their children i actually have a few muslim children who are with me in the program I have Muslim parents who trust me rather to have the kids dance with me than have them going to find some sort of club vibe to all scene and then get (laughs) lost by Shaitan's influence that is maximum there. At least here there's a filter. So you you, uh, say that you have to know your boundaries and you certainly do. Yes, the kids, they are allowed to play. But while they're playing, they are also learning good things and learning to walk uprightly and learning to be a child is a, is a whole new thing that they're having to learn because most of them are expected to grow up, are expected to take care of the house, expected to look after their siblings. A 12-year-old especially daddy and mommy. Especially in that environment with all of the violence and things, I can imagine that those children have been going through a lot since they have to grow up so fast to keep up, to keep themselves safe. Honestly, Auntie, I am fearful. I am terrified. I am shocked beyond measure at what they are currently facing when I think of, I'm only 24, so I'm still a youth, except my growing up, I wasn't expected to go through the the trials and tribulations that they do, and still they walk upright, and still they want to learn, and still they want to be better, and that is why we just keep coming back as long as they want it. They know the only thing we require from them is that they do what they must, and then they can do what they want. So ask the kids. They ask, can we pray before we walk from home now to the center? Can mm. we pray before we start our, our dance session? C- can we just 
pray and be thankful to God quickly and ask him to let us walk safely home. These are their, um, well, what they are thinking, what they are feeling that they voice to me, which I but act on. And mm. so they are yearning to come closer to Allah, but most of them don't know Allah. So now I get to, we get to teach them about God. God consciousness and God fearingness is the only motivator that we can use to get the, the right result is asking them, would, would your Lord be pleased with you if, if he heard these words come out of your mouth? Would, would the maker of that soul who you hurt now because you wanted to fight be happy with you for hurting a soul that was his? And that is the only motivation that we can use with these kids because nothing else works. It is only Allah that connects us. One of the mottos of the Delft, Pontival, Belhar, Elsis, nation of youth who come together when we work, is that we gather for one purpose. One purpose alone, even the crump is kingdom of God, radically uplifting, mighty praise to God. And so we call on our maker when we pray. It's absolutely so amazing. Because if cramp is your way of acknowledging God's presence within your body, and if cramp allows you here to ex express your anger without it becoming something detrimental for you to have to deal with the consequences of, then I am happy. And, um, and, and this is why it can't be Muslim children, Christian children. I am of the species and we are every kid. Every kid is facing this. Every kid is going through this. And the, the harsh reality is that the youth of today can't be related to by my mommy's age people, my granny's age people. That's Everybody that's older true. and has grown up with us has learned to deal with it. The kids of today are suffering from every angle. Shaitan has infiltrated everything. And so, yes, I use dance. So, yes, I let them rap. And I make sure that they, they're rapping. Would God want to hear you speak those Definitely. words? Cool. If they want to graph graffiti, then you do. And then we use your graffiti like we're getting t-shirts printed, auntie. And one and the graffiti piece that's going on them was designed by a 13-year-old in Mad Crew. Because that's his talent. He's not a keen dancer, but yeah, that's his talent. And so we use that. To inshallah, be even in love, touch every kid that we come into contact with so that the result can be seen. Don't measure my heart sure. by the words that I speak. Measure it in the changes in the kids that Definitely. can be seen. I have some parents here if you'd like to speak to them. Yes, I would like to hear their opinion, on yes. What their children were like before and what was the outcome after having now been in touch with my group. Okay, so let us um, speak to the parents and see their views on Mad Crew. Perfect. This is Natasha. Her 10-year-old Natasha joined us recently. The Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Natasha. Tell us uh, about your child's experience with Mad Crew. Um, what I can say about the experience is um, Natasha was a very isolated child, very disobedient, uh, very angry. And since she joined the MAD crew, um, there's been a very, very big change in her. And um, the organizer, Wesley, I trust him completely. And because he actually goes the extra mile where the youngsters are concerned, um, he offers up his time without any hesitation. And I would advise any parent that has a problem child for that child, to join the group because 
I, I can tell you. So would you say that would you say that dance is a good medium for people to learn self control and self discipline? Yes, it is because the anger the child has in him or herself, they actually uh, takes it out in the in the dance because it's a stomping and it's it's all. Definitely. Let me tell you, it's a mad crew. So they their frustrations <laughs> and everything comes out. I would really like you to see them, honestly. Maybe uh, you should come to Paul because I, I'm sure there are lots of youths that would love to be integrated into something like that as we have more or less the same problems in our impoverished areas here in Paul. In Paul? Yes. Okay, uh, um, I'll speak to Wesley and we'll see what we can organize. And I would definitely, I am now more eager than ever as to be a part of this group. And tell us, uh, are there more parents willing to speak to us today? Yes, I've got another parent here. Her name is Charmaine. Could you just hold on, please? No problem. Okay. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Charmaine. Tell us about your experience with Mad Crew. Okay. I am the mom of Wesley, the, the person that teaches yes. the children and that. And, you know, I'm so proud of them, of him and Oliva, and both of what they are doing with the kids. Um, basically, it, it really changed the children. Because they come every day, they come to our house where they meet up and then they will walk to the center. Our house is like every day busy with kids. Because I do um, arts and crafts. I teach arts and crafts. And then I got my mom, is, who's 76 years old, teaching knitting and sewing and spiritual dancing for girls. Also, we, you know, we take the children from the street, like uh, neighbors' children and that. Okay, but so it's not just dancing, but it's arts and crafts as well. And yeah. what kind of arts and crafts do the children do? Okay, we take um, mostly recycled stuff, mm -hmm. and then we make like um, we make we busy with jewelry boxes with with the sucker stickers that we use, and then we're making crosses with the toilet rolls. Okay. Uh, and that is basically done by children, by five-year-old children, because most I've got about four five-year-olds. I think that's and quite creative because at the same time you you are killing two birds with one stone. Yes, you are expressing yes. yourself and cleaning up. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And I'm also with the mad crew. Wherever they go, I go. Because I am the one that, uh, okay, when they're starting something, I go with you. Also, after kids, after sis, we are can with them. And actually, I also join in the dance as well, because you're never too <laughs> old to do that. So I also crumb. Definitely. I also do that. Yes, yes. And another thing is this, I am a cancer survivor. I'm in my first year of cancer, wow. and I would like to send a message out to the other parents or any mommies who say, with God, that's also the cancer. Don't give up hope. Because with faith, we can do everything if you believe. And like me, I just go ahead. I take every day at a time. So I enjoy myself with the kids. I express everything there on my dance. That's absolutely amazing. Um, I would just like to say... Um, that you are absolutely inspiring and I hope lots of people will, will be integrated into this initiative and it seems like you are the mad crew mommy of everybody yes 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 I, I am basically yeah I do because wherever my thing is this I lost my husband when my children was young when he was two years old and his daddy passed on and I also took that role over so yes. wherever Wesley we go whatever my children do I join up with him so I support my children. That's why I always say for the parents, it's important that the parents go work, join in as well, so the children can see. And the parents can see what the children do. 
See, that, that is my motto. Parents must join in with the children. Definitely, because some parents, they just want to push their children aside and have them do their own thing, and that's definitely yeah. not what we are supposed to be doing. Yes, exactly, and that is the time when they turn away to the things that they're not supposed to do, you know, the drugs and stuff. Yes, yes. That is the time, but um, if the parent is there and the parent is involved, then things like that won't happen. There's actually the saying that says sometimes all you need is the right kind of love. Yes, yes. And I would like to end off with that. Um, I just want to say I, I'm so thankful that I got to have this opportunity to talk to you today. Um, I myself have learned a lot from you and your strength and your ability to just take on these challenges is absolutely amazing. And I hope that lots of impoverished areas will be integrated into this initiative because it's fantastic that you can take something like dance and self-expression and take yeah. those children away from the harmful things out there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so. So I yeah. wish you all the best with your initiative, and I hope you get Thanks. lots more people to join you. Thank you so Thank much for talking to us today. Thank you very much. You're welcome to come anytime. You can come out. We are in people in Brugham Street. I'm number 23A. So if you want to pop in and see what we do, you're welcome. No problem. Okay. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you very much. That was the youth from Mad Crew mini workshop at the Blue Gum Community Center in Bonteville, having a fun time and learning at the same time as you can hear. Next week, we will have them in studio to hear a bit more about what they do. In a while, we will speak to the Muslim youth movement from UWC about the exam, Hata. And with that, we will go for an ad break. of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo live from Cape Town this is the voice of the Cape 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 the youth hour for the youth by the youth on 91.3 FM stereo 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and we are back on the youth hour learning to lead. Exams are around the corner and we are looking we are all looking to write positive exams especially those who are in matric or their final year of study. The UWC Muslim Association is going to be talking to us about the Hatam and they are starting off with a big dose of spirituality. I think that's a good way to start. Um our guests today are Shuhail Skruder and he is the chairperson of the UWC Muslim Students Association. We also have Shu'aib um, Lahkin, who's coming to speak to us, and Jamila Reined, as well as Aisha Bibi Khan. So we will be linking up with them now. Assalamu alaikum, Shu'aib. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So tell us um, about the Hatam, what will be taking place, when, uh, and who will be reciting. Um, well, basically, we've set up a list in our Salatum, and uh, it has the different uh, <coughs> Jews on there so that people can decide which Jews they'd like to recite on their own. And then I think it's on the 16th of uh, this month, we'll have um, uh, a Jama'ah coming together after Asr, and uh, we'll recite the last Jews. And then there'll be some Nasiha by one of the previous Amirs of the MSA. Okay, and tell us why are you having the hard time? Well, it's it's really just a good way for students to start off the, the examinations so that they feel that spiritual upliftment and also it's a really good way for them to remember who to rely on before and after the exams. It gets them into that, that mood of, of remembering Allah and inshallah it will carry on after that. Inshallah. And tell us who can be contacted for more details on this. Um, for more details, you can contact uh, Brother Shaib. Um, Shaib, I think you can give your number there. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> for those who need any information, they can check on our MSA UWC, UWC uh, Facebook page or they can contact uh, myself on 0711 your Islam Awareness Week campaign just finished off. Uh, tell us about the reception of the project and the way forward. Uh, well, you know, the our Islamic Awareness Week is something that takes place twice a year. And it's uh, something we really look forward to. We uh, take the week to talk to Muslim students and non-Muslims about Islam, remind everybody about what Islam is about, clear up any uh, misconceptions people might have. And um, basically we set up a stall on campus and for four days of the week we had it up from 10 to 2. And we also had uh, speakers coming in uh, during lunch and just speaking to people about Islam. And uh, the week was uh, themed this year. Um, so we had, the theme was, um, who is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. MashaAllah. And um, how, uh, what times of the year do you usually have this? Um, we have one in the first semester during the first term and we have one in the last semester during the fourth term. And how many people usually attend or get involved? Um, it's something, you know, with any uh, MSA event, um, it's, everybody gets involved with everything, you know. It's, we have departments and all that kind of stuff, but it's not really about sticking to your department, it's about doing what you can. So with something like this, you find that everybody really loves to get involved. And, uh, you know, the turnout is great. I mean, this year we had, I think it was regularly at least five to uh, maybe seven, ten people at the table at the time. So, alhamdulillah, it went very well. 
And uh, what other forms of da'wa are in the pipeline for the UWC campus? Um, well, we have a uh, da'wa and uh, education department and, um, well, once a week we have uh, the talim that uh, takes place in our... Uh, we have a male and female talim that takes place in our salah room. The males on a uh, Wednesday and the females on a Tuesday. Uh, we also have a um, madrasa class that takes place on a Tuesday during lunch. So it's, uh, those are just things for the Muslims. But, you know, we also try and encourage that, you know, people start learning about how to give da'wah to non-Muslims. We we focus uh, mainly on Muslims during the year, but it's weeks like these that we try and take the rest of the Muslim students, bring them to the table, start to talk to them about the importance of da'wah and how it is that we give da'wah to non-Muslims. Mashallah, I can't believe there's, there's madrasa classes as well because, I, I mean, I'm not in university yet, but I always thought that people would have to make a lot extra effort if they want uh, madrasa in university. So uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, well, the madrasa class was an initiative we started last year. And basically we thought that, you know, we spend so much time studying for our campus and for our degrees that we needed to do something to you know, boost ourselves and spend a little bit of time for the sake of Allah. And uh, Alhamdulillah, Hafid Imtiaz uh, Hendrix is the one taking charge of the class. So once a week during lunch, he takes the students and they just do some basic Islamic uh, courses, just, you know, some fiqh things and whatever else. And about Tawheed, I think that's the chapter that they're covering at the moment. And, you know, it's, it's, it's basic in, in terms of those are the fundamental things, but uh, it's also very important, I think, in um, the way we see, you know, youth in on campus, because a lot of them, you know, they evolve with all kinds of things, and it's it's really just a good way to bring them back slowly, and uh, inshallah, it will continue that way. Yes, I can imagine the university life and then the Islamic life. I can imagine these two. Uh, they are split apart. They don't know which one to choose. But with the madrasa classes and things like that, you guys are helping them at the same time in the right direction to not forget about what's important. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. You know, um, we were. I was discussing with uh, one of the previous Amirs the other day. Uh, we were talking about, you know, uh, the MSA Muslim identity and the uh, Muslim student identity. And, uh, you know, a lot of people feel that if you're on the MSA, you're a separate person, you know, you wear hijab all day or a niqab and you have a beard and you wear a salatob or whatever it is. But in actual fact, they are one and the same thing, you know, um, about how to bring people back and that kind of stuff is, is what the MSA is focusing on. But the Muslim students, as lost as sometimes they may seem, are actually the thing that that keeps us strong and uh, is what keeps us going. So Alhamdulillah, you know, with, with that in mind, I think that um, that the MSA is, is moving forward for that and to, to keep us all together as one Ummah. I think that's absolutely amazing. And um, is uh, Jamila and Aisha Bibi also going to speak to us today? Uh, Aisha Bibi was unfortunately unable to make it. Uh, I forgot to make that announcement actually. So uh, Jamila's okay. sister Dakira is here with us. So the two of them are here. Okay, assalamu alaikum Zakira. Tell us a bit about the uh, the Hatam. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Um, like Sahil said earlier on, um, it will be Thursday, so um, all the students on UWC is welcome to attend. 
And uh, how would you say that you want this initiative to grow so more people can be involved and more Muslim students? Uh, yeah, the like it is just a bit shy. <laughs> no problem. Uh, yeah, look, the the Hatim, as you said, it's it's a way to get Muslims involved and that kind of thing. Um, the way we see it going forward is really to, to start a bit earlier and maybe having some other programs uh, preceding it, just so that the students know that it's not just about having Hatim before an exam, you know, reading Quran before you need help, but to always have the continuous flow of Iman and uh, Taqwa so that you're always connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, and another thing why we Mashallah. have... Oh. Shukran so much for talking to us today and I wish you all the best with your program and I'm so glad that you have Madrasa on campus. So hopefully by the time I get to university, a lot of other uh, universities will have integrated something like that. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you today and we hope to have you on again with new programs and things like that. Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Okay, now we will be in studio and going for an ad break. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. The Voice of the Cape. The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the Youth Hour Learning to Lead. I'm Saleh Khan and I am your host today. Uh, we will be playing a short nasiha of Mufti Mink um, now. And remember you can call us on 021-442-3530 or send us an SMS on 47913. You can also pop us a message on Facebook. My beloved brothers and sisters, it's great to be talking to you. And as you know, we all have examinations in life, uh, different types of examinations, and each one has to try very hard. As you know, uh, in a setup where there is a school or a university, uh, at the end of every semester, trimester or term, you would have some examinations in order to qualify you to get to the next level. And as you progress in life, the examinations become more and more difficult. And uh, you would know that without working, we don't achieve. We know the common saying, man jadda wa jadda. Whoever works very hard will definitely see the fruit of that particular working. So just like we have people who fail because they did not work hard or they did not understand that the examination would become more and more difficult as time passes, we also have an issue with the deen where as we progress in life, we will have more and more tests and they become more and more difficult until we meet with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why the Prophet sallallahu was told, worship your Rabb until death overtakes you. Worship your Rabb until the end, right up to the end. Keep on worshiping, continue. Do not stop, do not pause, do not lose hope. In fact, progress and become stronger and stronger. If you take a look at uh, some of the other verses of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, makes mention of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam delivering the message. It was not easy and it was difficult. He faced so many challenges. He continued and he persevered 23 whole years of nubuwa. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, when you have uh, subhanallah, subhanallah, you know, the achievement that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant each person achievement according to his will, obviously, but also connected to the effort that that particular person makes. If we were to give up suddenly, we would never be able to achieve even Jannah. Imagine a person who reads Salah 
for 70 years and suddenly the last year just before they die they give up their salah they throw in the blanket and say that's it such a person has been mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah where a person could be worshipping Allah for so many years and right at the end they, they, they turn so they are cast into hellfire and a person could be uh, uh, disobedient for so many years and right at the end they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turn back to him so they will be from amongst those who go to paradise so it's important for us to know that to give up you don't know how close you are to the end imagine a person digging a tunnel for example and right when they are near the end they suddenly give up thinking that you know what uh, I don't know how long this is going to carry on for had they carried on for a minute longer they would have broken through so with us we need to continue fulfill your salah progress develop don't think for a moment that life is going to become any easier the only thing that will happen is with the development of the link with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we become more content. We understand the nature of the world. We understand the nature of the tests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we enjoy going through them in the sense that we are content. We are happy with the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my brothers and sisters, not only do I say work hard to achieve here in the dunya and may Allah bless you and grant you success in these examinations but even in the akhirah we ask Allah to bless you to open your doors uh, to prepare for the akhirah it's not uh, an easy task but with the hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala things will be made easy and at the same time with the constant preparation without giving up hope uh, never ever giving up, never say no, uh, never just throw in the towel by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will achieve and we will achieve great heights. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It was a short nasiha uh, for exam preparation by Mufti Mink and that was quite inspiring, mashallah. I hope everyone will have wonderful exams. Um, by just listening to that and remembering that. We do hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Youth Hour Learning to Lead. From me, Saleh Khan, Uncle Talib, and Tariq in the Cape Town studio, we bid you assalamu alaikum and wish you well in preparing for the exams. And remember, even in times of adversity, there's a silver lining and always remember to keep your sense of humor. <laughs>